They're here, everyone. They are the smart kids at the shops with their mothers or fathers, riding their bikes around the streets and playing down by the river, as well as talking to their friends on their smartphones. Join the smart kids each week as they discover, explore, and solve the mysteries of today. Here's your host, J.T. Crowley. Morning. Um, welcome to a, a lovely sunny morning here in Derby in the UK. Well, last week I talked to you about the first section of building the plot, and that was all to do with the scenery. And I hope you found that useful. And talking about scenery, you'll have noticed that from the last podcast to this one, I've had my hair cut. It was getting a bit messy. So I've decided to have a good tidy up. Bit of irrelevant information, but there you go. So, this week, I said I'm going to do the section two of building the plot. And this is the storyline itself. So, let's have a look and see how I do it, what I do, what I think, and how I go about it. So, lesson four, building the plot, section two, with a storyline. Firstly, uh, you need to decide what genre um, your story is going to come under. So, let's have a look at some of the options that are available to you. And there's quite a few, believe you me. I'm going to jump the gun a little bit here because I started off with fiction and I've done this deliberately because the fiction generally is the biggest category that people read. But as you see down here, there are other categories. But I'm, but I'm starting off with the biggest one because this is where I fit in fiction. So that's why I've started off with fiction. Made up. That's what it means, the word fiction. You've made the story up. It's not, it's been created. So you can, there are various genres. So are you going to write crime? Are you going to write a fantasy story? Are you going to write a romantic story? Are you going to write a science fiction story? Are you going to do a Western story? Or inspirational, a horror book, or historical book, mystery, adventure. So you've got to choose as to what genre you're going to write into. And then you've got to decide, is your literary genre, is it fiction? Or is it going to be non-fiction? Is it going to be drama? Is it going to be poetry? Is it going to be folktale? So here's some ideas. It's, it's not everything that's uh, out there, but it's giving you an idea, you kids, to get your story going and think about it. And as I said, I put fiction there as the literary genre, because it's the main area that kids read. But really, 
And as you see, it does come top of the literary genre. So you've got what? Fiction, then your literary genre, fiction, non-fiction, drama, or romance, science, western, historic, criminal, adventure, lots to think about. And then thirdly, your writing genre. Well, is it going to be descriptive? Are you going to be narrative? Are you going to be technical? Are you going to be poetic? Are you going to be compare and contrast? So that one really is, um, you know, you're going to be a lot of description in your story. It really is uh, fantasy, um, thriller, adventure, because there's going to be a lot of description in there. And so is that, it's narrative, because narrative is the story. Um, technical will probably come under more non-fiction. And that's when, you know, if you're going to write a technical book about technical things, and you tend to get that, kids, when somebody's writing about an engineering book, a book for work, and it needs to be technical as opposed to more um, descriptive or narrative. So that's where the technical bit is, comes in. But technical can also come into uh, the themes that I write for, which is spy and crime. I love those genres. Because you need to be um, technical with some of your um, realistic storylines in crime and spy. You need to go and get research right, as I said. Research is important. Get the facts right. That's what technical is there. It's facts. So if you say something like, oh, um, describing a plane and you want it to be realistic, then you've got to go and research that plane. What does it look like? What's the name of it? It's full name. That sort of thing. Technical. So I write in, as you see later on, crime and spy. So I'm more narrative and technical. That's where I'm coming from. And compare and contrast. Well, that's where we've got two characters in your story. One is a bad character, one is a good character, and you're contrasting and comparing them. So this, this isn't the, the, the final listing, but it's just giving you an indication, kids, as to what to think about, how to go and set your story, what you're going to write about, what genre it's going to be in, where you're setting it. So now you can see that what you're writing about, and in section one is where you're setting the story. All interesting, isn't it? So, these are just a few ideas for you to think about. Uh, but may I suggest uh, that you write about what interests you, because that's important. Because if it doesn't interest you, it's going to come across to the reader that it, it's of no interest to you. And that really isn't what you should be doing. You should be writing about something that you, you personally love reading and you have an interest in. That is why when you look at my stories, they're adventure stories, they're travel stories, they are crime stories, and they are some of the new ones are going to be spy and crime and adventure. So now you can see how I formulate my ideas. And when you write about something which is of an interest to you, your writing is going to come across with passion and enthusiasm. And that's what 
need to get across to your reading kids. Think about it. So what do you like reading? If you like reading comic books, then do a comic story. If you like reading romance, then write a romance story. If you like, a, a, you like travel stories, then write about a travel story. Getting what I'm meaning here, kids? Okay. So I've already given the game away. For me, I love crime and spy thrillers, adventures, travel. So you'll see many of my stories are in these areas. So when you write a story, um, you need um, to follow the following. Um, you need an introduction, um, which can be terminologies as exposition. So you'll see that word very often when you look at creative writing courses, you will have the word exposition, and it really means the introduction, the start. Then you'll have the main story, but that's the action part of the story. And then you need a good summary ending. And you'll see that very often described as the denouement. So let's see how this all goes, how you go about it, what to think about in each section of your book. Introduction. Exposition. Well, for you as a writer, this is very, 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 very important um, because it sets the scene. It sets the storyline. And it needs to be strong. It needs to be powerful because you only have a very small window of opportunity to get your reader interested in your story you've probably got the first chapter. If your reader doesn't like it, then what's going to happen is they're just going to stop reading your book, close it, and that's the end of your um, adventure with that reader. They won't buy any more books, you've put them off. They're not interested. So your introduction really needs to be powerful, enthusiastic, strong. But your introduction, I have a little formula here, is should be no more than 10% of the total storyline. Because if you spend so much doing the introduction, you're just going to bore the reader to death. And that's what you need to avoid at all times. Because when you write this story, you want that reader to turn those pages. That's the art of writing a good story. It's getting the reader to turn the pages in anticipation of the journey that you are taking them on. Think about it. So, no more than 10%. That's why it's highlighted with a red line underneath it. You need to, um, as I said, you need to capture the, the reader's interest within the first chapter of your story. Fail to do that and the reader will stop, as I said, and you've lost that reader. So you need to get this introduction really bang on. And the art of creating um, a good book, as I said, is to make the reader want to turn the pages. And I come back to this 
time and time again. It's all about getting the reader to turn the pages. Because once they stop turning the pages, you've lost them and you won't get them back. So moving on from the introduction, um, you're now getting on to the main story itself. And this should be uh, no more than 80% of the total storyline, the word count. And I'll come on to that in a minute. This section needs to be uh, full of emotion, full of tension throughout the storyline. It needs to be full of motivation. It, you've got to get the reader here to love your characters, because if they don't like the characters, they won't read the book. Your storyline's got to be gripping. It's got to be intense. It's got to be, um, at times, fast pace and at times, slow pace. And that is important, actually, fast and slow pace, because when, you want to, when you're speeding up your story, you write short sentences, you're speeding it up. It's action. You're telling the reader there's action here. It's fast-paced. It's going a, a good, um, strong storyline here. But then you can't keep that pace all the time because you need to allow the reader to sit, relax. So then you slow the pace down a bit. You can't keep the reader at the same pace. So you, you go fast, you go slow, you write short sentences, you write long sentences to do that. So you're engaging the reader all the time. And the whole point of the action of doing all this, the tension, the um, motivation, the thrill, the spill of the chase, taking them on a different um, world, is all about Taking your reader to another world, it's escapism. You read a book, you escape the world. And if it's a good book, if somebody comes in and interrupts you, you go, no, don't just go away a minute. Or, oh, can you just do this? You say, just let me read the next page, just let me get to the end of the chapter, I'll be with you in a minute. That is the sign of a good book. Plenty of action. And your action part of the story really um, does not have to be too descriptive. And you need to stick to the storyline. So there's a, a thought that I put in there for you. Your book should be all killer, not filler. Little caption there for you to think about, guys. So this part of the book is to be action-packed, tense, emotion, loving the characters, action-packed. Yes, you put your descriptive bits in because that's important, but don't overdo it. More killer, less filler. And the ending now sometimes known as the denouement. And the last part of your book, this is what it's all about, the ending should be no more than 10%. And this really is the summary. And it's important. Just as important as the introduction and the main storyline itself. 
It's the part that pulls, summarises the story. It brings it to an end. It gives it closure. Especially a crime or a spy book. You know, um, who did the murder? How did they do it? Um, what was their motive? And with the spy one is, how do they carry out this story? Um, how do they come to their actions, you know, their thinkings? What happens? Was the spy caught? Were you, if you were the spy, were you caught? Why were you caught? How were you caught? And this is all to do with revealing to your reader the whole plot. You're telling them this is what the result is. And when they've got so that's when they've got to the last page, they've realized they've worked out where they right, where they wrong, were they following all the twists and turns in the main story? Did they see the little hints that you were dropping all along the line? Did they miss some? Did they get more? And this is you at the end, tidying up the story, revealing the outcome. No point in doing it early on because if you do that, they say, well, I don't have to read the book. I've already found out what the result is, what the effect is, what the outcome is. So you need that to the end. Are you following me, kids? So, and also for romance or adventure stories, was it a good ending? Was it a sad ending? Is it an emotional ending? And you'll tend to find that with most romance ones or adventure ones, they tend to be good because you don't want to leave your reader feeling sad or oh, depressed at anything. You want to feel them, leave them feeling good. By the time, so by the time the reader has got to the last page, you should leave them thinking, wow, that was good. I didn't expect that. Oh, that is, wow, I must tell my friends about this book to go and get the book. And because they've got that wow factor at the end, they're then thinking, well, when's the next book coming out? And that's the whole trick. The whole trick is to get your readers to turn the pages. Yes, I'm coming back to that again. And by the end of the book, they want to know where the next book is. And this is all about the art of being a successful writer. Author. Now, you might have noticed a little formula as I was going through the introduction, the action, and the ending. I said an important formula, you might have spotted, is here. 10, 80, 10. 10% of your book should be no more than the introduction. 80% of the book should be the main action, the tension, the motivation, the thrills, the spill, the loving of the characters. And 
of your storyline should be no more than 10% the ending. The denouement, the summary, the pulling together of all the little dots and all the um, hints and tips along the way. That's how I tend to write my books on that formula. As well as one main character, two to three sub-characters, all the floating characters, scenery, which I went about last podcast, and now this podcast, here's another thing for you to think about, the formula 10 80-10, 10% introduction, no more, 80% the main storyline, 10% the ending. You might find that useful, guys. Try it, see what you think. So for my Icelandic story, as I said, no, the character, main character is Alavod, and then the sub-characters are Haldor and Fana, and then you've got the floating characters. Uh, the scene is in Iceland, it's in a village in Iceland, and, but I've gotten told you what the plot is about, so here we go. I'm going to use the formula 10-80-10, introduction, main and ending, and it's going to be a, a fictional story, made up. It's going to be a crime thriller. And for those of you who were following from podcast form on this new section of writing books, I told you in the characteristics of Alderwood, who was interested in criminology. So I dropped you a hint there as to what the story was going to be about, what genre was. It's going to be a crime thriller. And the story will be a narrative one, the literary genre, the writing genre, sorry, narrative one, and with some technicalities in it, because for crime and spy books or adventure books, sorry, travel books, you need to put some facts in, and those facts need to be right. So they need to be technical. You need to do research. Well, what are we going to do next week? Hmm. Wait and see. And that's all part of the suspense. Intrigue. So wait and see. But until next week, thanks for listening on this wonderful sunny day here in Derby in the United Kingdom. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to The Smart Kids. Want to follow more of their adventures? Check out The Smart Kids by J.T. Crowley on Amazon.com now.